You're listening to Sunset Radio, the Sailors Radio Station. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, this is show number four. I can't believe we've been going for a month already. Very, very hard to believe. But thank you so much all for joining me on this wonderful Sunday evening. As I said in the intro, it's definitely got a, a, a chill in the air now, and I'm missing summer. I'm definitely not a winter person. But hopefully we'll be able to live vicariously through a few adventurers this week. Great to catch up with Sean Connor and also Jim Colley on a bit of an adventure that they're planning from Pittwater down to Sydney as not only a fundraiser for their campaign going forward, but also as a mechanism to raise money for sailors with disability, which is, I think is a great cause. We'll catch up with them very soon. Also catching up with Nina Curtis, who is live with us from the European Training Centre. We didn't manage to get her last week as she just wrapped up at Hiers and was in transit, but we will get her now, hopefully, fingers crossed, to catch up on everything that went down there. She was in the gold medal position going into the last day, but finished up with bronze, so there's quite a few stories that we need to hear about there. Also, I've been adventuring this weekend. Who would have thought? I know, I actually got out and about, and it was a massive one. I was in Canberra yesterday, and then to Pittwater today, a bit of an epic trek, but it was worth it all the same. So I'll be keeping you uh, posted on, on everything that I got up to as well. Stay with me. Anyway, moving right along now, I did mention that we'd catch up with Jim Colley and Sean Connor on their marathon sail from Pittwater to Sydney. I caught up with them on Wednesday evening after they just finished a training session. I had too much to do this weekend, so I had to catch up with them a little early. So let's have a little bit of a listen to what they've been up to. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I've managed to catch up with Jim Colley and Sean Connor, even though they're very busy with their training schedule. They've just come off the water from a 29er sail up at RPA. How are you go going, guys? Uh, very good, thanks, Nick. How are you? Yeah. You? Excellent, excellent. I'm going really well. It's been beautiful weather. We're being very spoiled. <laughs> yeah, it's great. We've had a lovely sunset over the water, which was a nice way to finish off the session. Oh, that's a nice way to finish things off. Maybe not the best breeze today, but I'm sure you've had other sessions that were better this week. Yeah, it was a bit light, but coming into the winter, that's what you'd expect, so yeah, we've got to get used to it. Indeed, indeed. Now, you guys are, are, are paired up on the 29er at the moment. Jim, you're the skipper, aren't you? Yeah. Indeed. Now, what, uh, you've, you've had quite a bit of history in sailing already. You've made quite a name for yourself. I think I actually met you originally back in Canberra when you were sailing The Optimist. Yeah, yeah. So I sailed, I first met uh, my coach, Track, about four years ago. I started sailing The Optimist with him and got to travel to some really cool places around the world and compete, which was all just a great experience. And that's how, um, and then I met Sean. And, um, yeah, we teamed up in the 29 which is just awesome to hear. And what's Sean's background? Sean, where have you come from? Um, I, I met Tracks in 2010, four years ago as well. Uh, Jim, Jim put me onto Tracks, and we, we basically started training together in Optimus for about two years. And then I was getting a bit too big for the office, so I decided to step up to the Laser 4.7 in 2011. And then I was doing very well, very well in that class until we came back in Big winter Wow. And now you've teamed up. So that's really that's quite a good fit though, having been training partners and now sailing together. Does that add to the combination? Yeah, it's great. We've raced we've raced together each other for ages, so I mean, we're really good friends and it it helps a lot when you know each other really well. 
Definitely. I think one of Trax's rules is, is a quiet boat's a fast boat, so I'm, hopefully you're getting that down pat. How is the combination going? How long have you been sailing together? Uh, we're almost two years now, so we've gotten to know each other pretty well. That is a solid block of time. That sounds fantastic. Now, why I wanted to catch up with you, I love my adventures, and I've heard, I know, Jim, that you've done a little bit of an adventure before. I love my marathon sailing. You've sailed your Optimist from Pittwater to Sydney to, to raise money, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was certainly an experience. <laughs> I'm sure I want to do again in the Optimist, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't an experience. Oh, that's awesome to hear. But now you guys are planning on doing it together, but with an extra dog leg, from what I can see, on the 29er. Yeah, so to compensate for the fact that we'd probably be going about four times the speed, <laughs> we decided to... We decided to go up around Port Denison and Sydney Harbour as well, just to, just to add a bit of a leg to the trip. That is amazing. And when is this taking place, guys? Tell me all about it. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> okay, so um, from we, we're planning to, we're also running a raffle, and we're planning to draw that on the 15th of June. On the 15th so of June, okay. On, <laughs> and we plan on doing the sale before then, but we're just waiting for the correct breeze, and basically the building up is big enough to support so, yeah, not quite sure on the time yet. Not sure on the time. We're, we're going to be weather pending. But what I'll do is I'm going to share your website on my Facebook page so everybody who's listening can jump on and see the planned track. Do you have a, a window where you're going to try and do this sale? I'm um, not sure. Probably, probably, within, probably within the next four weeks. Okay. Um, but when we, when we have enough people following us, we will definitely put it on when we get the correct weather. Excellent. Oh, I can't wait to follow. It sounds like a fantastic journey. Now, you guys are doing this to raise money for your world championships going forward, but also for a charity too, aren't you? Yes, we're doing. We're giving 10% of our fundraising to sailors with a disability. That is fantastic. Now, how old are you guys? Because from listening to everything that you've experienced and how professional you are in your training, I'm sure people don't actually realise how old you are. Connor, I am about 15, turning 16 in June, yep. and Jim is turning 17 in September. Wow. This is awesome, guys. I can't believe you're actually donating to charity, too. This is a fantastic cause. So we'll have to make sure that everybody gets behind you, and we'll keep tabs on when you're sailing so we can keep posted on, um, on your progress. But if people want to jump onto your website, they're able to donate directly there? Yeah, yeah. So there's a... Um there's a BSB number on the website, mm -hmm. and we also have a GoFundMe page as well. Fantastic. So, That's so awesome to hear. Now, what is in the future? We're raising money to go to the Worlds. Where are the World Championships going to be, Jim? So, the Youth Worlds are in Portugal. Wow. Down in the south of Portugal. Yep. Which, and they're the ones we qualified for at Christmas, so they're the ones that we have to win the Nationals to get to. Excellent. Um, and so before that, we're going to Kiel, Germany to do the European Championships. I like Kiel. <laughs> That's a good idea. I like Kiel. It's a good place to sail. Either light or really windy, but I'm sure you'll have a handle on both. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty big now, so that would be good for us. Excellent. <laughs> and then after Portugal, we go to Canada to do the Open Age World. Amazing. Whereabouts in Canada are you guys going to go? They're in Kingston, so on a light, light up. Yeah, Kingston is in Ontario, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. From memory. I've lived in Canada for a little while. 
Excellent. Well, gosh, it sounds like you've got so many adventures ahead of you guys. We'll have to we'll have to touch base with you again. I'd love to touch base with you after you do the sale to see how you're going. And um, hopefully everybody can jump on board. It's fantastic what you're doing, not only to uh, you know promote your own adventures and and uh, and your sailing. I think it's fantastic that you're raising money for sailors with disability too. So good on you both. Thank you very much, Nick. No worries at all. I will keep posted on Jim Colley and Sean Connor's progress. Fantastic adventurers. Stay with us. This is Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Just joined us. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for Sunset Radio. So great to catch up with Jim Colley and Sean Connor on their marathon trek from Sydney down to Pittwater to raise money, not only for their campaign going forward, but also for sailors with a disability. Such a great cause. I have shared their Facebook page uh, on, on Adventures of a Sailor Girl, so make sure you check that out and get behind those guys. Absolutely fantastic. Now, speaking of marathons and speaking of Pittwater, today I actually competed in the Peter Loft Memorial Marathon Race, which kicks off from... Byra, which is at Bayview on Pittwater, uh, for Division 1, goes right round Lion Island and then back to Byra. Div 2, uh, we just went round a mark up near Baron Joey, or just before Baron Joey, and, and Div 3, the Opties and all the junior classes just go round Scotland Island and back, but wow, what a breeze. <laughs> Westerlies, our Wester, that, that's why I say there's winter in the air, and uh, gosh, it was such a blast, but the Peter Loft Memorial uh, Marathon is another event that is raising money but this one is in memoriam of Peter Loft who was taken far before his time and all of the funds that are raised from this marathon go towards helping sailors on Pittwater who are youth uh, and, and involved with youth sailing so great cause there as well. I have got a few bites because I did actually uh, video the start there will be a video coming <laughs> that uh, you'll be able to keep tabs on uh, and actually see what happened here. So I might have to fill in the blanks a little bit in between the audio, but gosh, um, <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't drop my iPhone. Let's have a listen. I'm videoing. So um, this is Nick Douglas, Adventure of Sailor Girl, with Murray Gordon, and we're up at the, what is this called, Murray? It's the Peter Loft Memorial Regatta. Yes. And it is very important that I get a good start here today, so I wouldn't want to interrupt me. Okay, I'm trying not to interrupt you. It's a Le Mans start, ladies and gentlemen. We're here waiting on the beach, and we're ready to go. I'm going to play this on the radio show tonight at 6 p.m. Sunset Radio. Tune in. Oh, this is getting intense. Oh, one minute. One minute. One minute, ladies okay. and gentlemen. So, for those who may not know, a Le Mans start, we're starting on the beach. Imagine all of the sailors lined up across the beach, ready to run to their boats. You're going to be running with it. You're going to watch, want to watch this video. It's going to be entertaining. My boat's going for a sail. <laughs> Come back, folks! Oh, there's a shallow bit over there. I'm coming over here. <laughs> I just spotted a sandbar and decided that's where I needed to be. Put on the grass, people. There's a bit of time. I'm videoing. No one but me. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. This was my brand new iPhone 5S. Thank you for my Easter present. Don't worry, it's waterproof.
Now, just picture, if for those who may know me, I have a little bit of a, um, a height issue. I think I'm short. And everybody else was able to run for so much longer than I could. Oh, it was a bit depressing. It took me ages to get out of the moorings, that's for sure. But uh, once I did get out of the moorings, it was a massive blast all the way down Pitwater and back again. There were quite a number of boats, I think, actually. I was sailing a spiral, and there were more spirals than any other boat, which was great to see. Lots of opties as well, an NS. Uh, there were two 80-foot skiffs now. <laughs> Try thinking about 80-foot skiffs trying to get out of a bunch of moorings. It was so entertaining. Dangerous, but entertaining at the same time. So, uh, yeah, excellent, excellent event. We're going to go to another song, and then we're going to come back keeping our Pitwater theme going. There seems to be a bit of a Pitwater uh, theme. We'll catch up with one of my favourite sailor girls, Nina Curtis, direct from the European Training Centre. Hopefully, we'll get her on the line, and she'll... Bring us up to speed on everything that went down at Hiez, another World Cup event. This is Nick Douglas' Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I've managed to catch up with my favourite sailor girl, Nina Curtis. She's calling in from the European Training Centre. Nina, how are you? Hi, Nick. I'm good, thank you. It's good to be back chatting with you. Oh, it's so nice to have you back. You have, as promised, become my European correspondent, and I'm very, very excited about that. <laughs> Yeah, I got lots to report after years too. It was a huge regatta. It was massive. I'm so proud of you. You guys did so fantastically. <laughs> well, Until the last day. Until the last day, I know. I sort of stopped. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, for those who may not know, uh, the World Cup series, uh, Nina, it's, it's basically the warm-up series, isn't it? Sort of leading into an Olympics. Yeah, very true. And it was so promising with how well the Australians did with getting two gold, two bronze, and, and the two fourths were the, the really exciting part. Sorry, I should say three bronze, because our para guys got an, um, yeah, a bronze medal. Yeah, they did so well, and Ashley Stoddart, such a standout, I spoke about it last week, getting her fourth, that's her best result by a long way, that's a fantastic result. Yeah, it's so cool, I was actually rooming with her um, throughout the week in here, and it was just so exciting to see like all of her hard work pay off and I know she's been working really hard with um, her new coach Jared West who's um, like an ex-laser sailor yeah. on our team and walked straight into that role and oh, I think it's so exciting for that little partnership that finally all their hard work is paying off. She's so, she put together a fantastic regatta. We're so excited for her. Oh that's so good and, and, and uh, Matt and Will pulled out a gold which is fantastic. Yeah. And they put it, they put it away, you know, before the medal race. Almost wow. they put that a, a nice. They're back to their back to their standard form. domination. I think those two. <laughs> yeah, I think they just need a little break in the middle there. And um, Tom Burton also did fantastically with the laser. And of course yourself, Nina, you had another bronze, back-to-back -back bronzes. <laughs> yeah, you know, we were so happy that we um so after Palmer, you know, we were really fighting for that bronze medal with the results like going into the medal race but mm. um, actually this regatta we went into the medal race in the lead which was really exciting so we our goal was to bridge that gap between the um, the French and the Italian who were these really two strong NACRA teams and mm -hmm. we're happy to report that we managed to bridge that gap until <laughs> <laughs> the medal race which we had a bit of a debacle I'm sure you read about it Nick but yes I, I was keeping posted <laughs> I think um, Darren, Darren, posted, Darren posted on his Facebook 
yeah, we blew it. And I went, uh-oh, <laughs> what's going on here? So um, yeah. I'll let you tell yeah, the story, though. <laughs> we were in um, a pretty good position, you know. We were holding on to our medal and sailing a pretty, cons- like enough, you know, conservative race to hold on to the gold medal. And then we rounded the bottom mark. We both heard and registered the change of course signal. Yeah. But unfortunately... Um, the the course, like the conditions were a real handful. It was quite shifty, and the two of us got quite absorbed in getting the boat moving and and um and when to actually tack. And by the time we had tacked, we weren't even in the ballpark. My dad said that mm. we weren't even on the screen when he was watching the tracking back at home. So oh gosh. it was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good. You know, let's get these mistakes out of the way in the lead-up to the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> we bet. certainly won't be making that one again. I'm sure of that. Oh, I know, but oh, definitely tough. You, you get so absorbed in the moment. And as you said, just taking, you know, the basics each step at a time. But I guess it just it shows you sometimes you've just got to put your head out of the boat, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and these meta races are 10 minutes. I can't explain to you. You blink and you miss it, you know. Like oh they're, they're like quite high paced. So we kind of got back to the beach and we were like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, no. But despite all of that, you managed to hold on to the bronze medal, which is just outstanding. So I'm going to give you a clap anyway, even though you're, you're not liking yourself very much right now. But I still think you did fantastically. And there's a long way to go. We were talking about last time how far you guys have to go in this journey. And you're already showing massive, massive gains, which is fantastic leading into Rio. Yeah. Oh, and the other exciting one was um, Nathan Goops coming in um, and getting a third as well. You know, those guys have spent no time in the boat, and it's just so promising. They had a little camp um, in Sydney. I was chatting to Nathan in the regatta, and they were, um, yeah, so excited, I think, that they put together that race. But Nathan got, like, quite injured on the second, on the last day of the gold series racing. And so I think they were really lucky to, they got a bit of redress because... I don't think he could complete the races and yeah to come from maybe not even making the gold medal races to getting redressed and being in fifth and then coming third it shows how tough those guys are far out yes definitely tough and definitely on the top of their game even though they have have had quite a significant break which is fantastic to see yeah. uh they must be loving being back in the boat together though i would say <laughs> They've always got big smiles on their faces, those two. That's awesome. Now, Nina, you're back at the European Training Centre and you're having a little bit of a break before you head on to your next event. Yeah, oh, it's not really a break, actually. I'm getting my ass kicked in the gym. Oh, sorry. When I say break... <laughs> I'm kind of trying to pra- like have a practice running. Our next regatta is Delta Lloyd yep. in, uh, later in May. And or actually, I think we start training on the 16th for that. So I'm doing a bit of a physical block to try to see um, where I can get to physically for that next event. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, and the other NACRA teams, actually, most of the Australian sailing team are going into the Garda Regatta, which starts, I think, um, on Wednesday this week. I yeah. think Garda starts. Yep. And so they've all been in through um, the ETC with me and they'll be, they're all kind of moved on today or tomorrow or yesterday. So it's cool watching them all go, go out there. 
then you've got the place to yourself. Yay, more people to kick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got more attention, so I can't get out of any of the work. Oh, it also <laughs> means that there's more physios, which means more recovery. Great. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, we've got a great physio here, actually. I'll lose her eventually for the Garda sailors, but it's been good having some one-on-one -on -one time with them. Well, that's fantastic, and it's so great to hear how you're going. We'll have to let you go so you can uh, keep keep moving on, but we'll touch base with you potentially after you finish up at Maidenblick for the Delta Lloyd Regatta, if, if you're happy to continue being our European correspondent. Sounds like a plan, eh? Yay! <laughs> I'm excited. Good luck, all the best, and, and we're all behind you. My best wishes to to the guys. It's awesome that the sailing team's doing so well. So fantastic as always to catch up with her and great to hear that she's agreed to be our European correspondent while she's over there doing all the adventures that we all wish we were able to do. So, so fantastic. I know she loves that song, so hopefully she listens back to the show and, and, uh, and, and appreciates that one. Now, uh, another adventure that I got up to during the week, we'll have to pull ourselves away from this pit water theme for just a second. Yesterday, as cold as it is today, uh, around for those who, who might be in Sydney or even elsewhere in the world, yesterday I was in Canberra and it was absolutely freezing. It was my first dry suit day of the season. And I, I went down there just to catch up with some of the university sailors, for those who may have listened to my first show. Uh, university sailing is on the rise in Australia, and it's just fantastic to see. The ANU Sailing Club, as well as UNSW, uh, put together an event to have a fleet racing championships, mixed fleet regatta, um, you know, nothing of national standing, et cetera, et cetera. It was just a good excuse for people to get together and go sailing. And of course, I am fully supportive of these ventures. So I, I took my spiral down, had a bit of a sail down there in the dry suit, and yeah, great racing. Uh, great to see there were three people who got out on the water for the first time. So uh, absolutely awesome. And if you are involved with sailing at university or you want to be involved with sailing at university level, then I do encourage you to get in, in touch with your associations and, um, and have a bit of a chat to them about what you can do because there's plenty of trips going on, just social trips to go away and go sailing or windsurfing or kite surfing or whatever it might be that you want to be involved with. And it's a great way to, um, to meet people but also to get involved with a sport that really lasts you for life. So. Yeah, I, um, I have a little bit of a clip from the Saturday night at the university event. Now, they, they did hold on Saturday night the inaugural Australian Boat Race Championships. Now, I am not allowed to uh, you know, go to a uni event and, and tell what happens there because you know what goes on at uni events stays at uni events, but uh, you might want to have a little bit of a listen to this. I found it quite hilarious. This is Nick Douglas, Adventure for the Sailor Girl, and I'm with the inaugural Australian Boat Racing Champion. How does it feel, guys? You know what? I've never held an award before, and I think that it's the most amazing feeling in the world. We're ecstatic. We're ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. My parents are ecstatic. I can't believe we made it this far. We started from nowhere. We paid the dues, and we made it, and now we've won. Uh, I would like to thank Allah, Jesus, Buddha, and most... Importantly, my mom, my dad, without whom. Hey, I'm going to Disneyland! Woo! Woo! You may not have got the gist of that, but 
<laughs> what? What a hilarious interview. I couldn't stop laughing anyway. But I will have a video coming out as well from that event for anybody who wants to check out what's going on. There were foiling kite surfers even on... Um, on Lake Bailey Griffin, which was awesome to see, and also uh, a cherub being subbed one up, which <laughs> only Ollie Hardis could pull off. So a little bit of a shout out to him, but uh, definitely a great event, and I will definitely be going to the next one, hopefully, and um, and and I'll be able to to report back on everything that's happening there. But yes, do get involved if you do have the ability to, uh, especially UNSW Sailing Club. They'll even let people like me in, and I don't even think I ever went to UNSW. Can't compete at uni games, but I can compete everywhere else. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll be helping them out again next Saturday with some teams racing. But great way to get involved with the sport. We're going to go to a little tune, and then we'll be back with the wrap-up for this week. Thank you so much for sticking with us. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl for Sunset Radio. We've come to the end of our show that marks one month of being on the air with Adventures of a Sailor Girl. A massive, massive thanks to all of the adventurers who might be tuning in or who have joined me on the show today. A big thanks to Jim Colley and his crew, Sean Connor, who are sailing the 29er currently, uh, campaigning out of Pittwater. They're putting together a great event to sail from Pittwater to Sydney. All the news is on my Facebook page or just have a little bit of a search for their campaign. They will be sailing from Pittwater all the way down to Sydney, round Fort Denison and back up to Middle Harbour to raise funds for their campaign, but also for sailors with a disability. So I really encourage you to get involved with that one. A big thanks to Murray Gordon for his cameo in uh, my, my little snippet from the Peter Loft Memorial Marathon up at Barra today. That was a fantastic event. And he was quoted as saying, plastic is fantastic as he sailed a Hobie wave around the course. So good on you, Murray, for that one. And a big thanks to all the spiral sailors for having me as well. That was fantastic. Great to catch up with one of my favourite sailor girls, Nina Curtis, straight from here. She may have missed out on the gold, but she did take bronze. And gosh, that's not too shabby when we're leading into a, a, a you know, basically the start of an Olympic cycle. Or you know, they're, they're probably well aware that we're, we're almost midway. But going fantastically with her skipper, Darren Vonduck, and we're, we're completely behind them all the way. Also, a big thanks to all of the university sailors who had me down to visit at Canberra on Saturday, even though we were all freezing, even though I had to bail out a Sharpie. I may have to put pictures of that on Facebook as well. You're listening to Sunset Radio, the sailors' radio station.